Damn, man. Him not being off my fuck up the energy. Hey. I'm lying. I'm lying. Hey. <laughs> I'm hey. Lying. You down with RCC? Yeah, you know we. 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 Hey. Woo! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Real Co- Creators, Creators Collab. Man, I'm, come on now. You can't fuck up the name now. I, bro, that's bad for the brand. Man. <laughs> hey, the brand is Brolic, even though it's new. That's, <laughs> damn, that's a uh, SAT word. Yo, watch Dragon Ball Z. You'll know Broly. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah bro, that's where it came oh, from. Okay. Brolic, Brolic. Okay. Yeah, okay. the brand okay. is strong. The brand is a motherfucker. Damn. <laughs> the brand is Brolic. Man, um, I'm feeling good. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I wish your brother was here. 24K. I need some clarity in my life. I need some. 24K is lost <laughs> in the streets, I guess, right now. You know what I'm saying? He belongs to the streets. Belongs to the fucking streets. <laughs> he might be a legend in the streets. <laughs> Oh, he an OG? He one of the OGs? Yeah, if you actually go to his place, like, he actually got a trophy case room. Like, he'll never show nobody, but, like, it's full of bodies. Hey, full, what? Full of bodies. <laughs> <laughs> and that, those kind of bodies. Oh, shit. Like, you go and you, like, I mean, you got to be real confident when you walk in that room because you might look up and see one of your joints on the, on the fucking uh, wall. Bro, that's... Ooh. Ooh. Like you tried to get me with that joke in the first episode too, boy. Nah, not my queen, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Say that shit, nigga. Oh man. Say that shit. Hey, but nah, pull one out for twenty four k. He ain't with us this episode, but he gonna be back next episode. I ain't pulling shit. I'm drinking. Damn, you ain't worth the ounce of liquor. For what, <laughs> nigga? We've been together our entire life. Hey, you heard it, bro. You heard it. You ain't worth shit. Ain't worth a damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you supposed to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like I need your commitment. That's a strike against you. You're missing, you're missing fucking episodes. Strike one. You got two more. Two more. Three strikes, you're out, nigga. Not really. Put I'm, your ass on notice. Not even going to say, do we got two more? I would say one, one more. Well, he going to try to come into the pod. I'm going to be like, denied. <laughs> Somebody else going to be filling that space. You better get your ass back real quick. Nope. Hey. <laughs> nah, but like I said, welcome to episode three of the Real Creators Collab. It's your boy Marcus, a.k.a. Oh, we were just talking about strikes. It's AKA Henry Lewis Aaron, RIP the legend. Rest in peace, Hank Aaron. Rest in honor, King. Damn. Atlanta legend, boy. Nah, and it, it's, man, you mind if I go off real quick? Go ahead, man. Go, go you. Nah, I was just. When you. When, when I got into baseball, and when I think when anybody get into baseball, especially as like an Atlanta Braves fan, like I grew up watching Braves baseball with my grandfather, mm-hmm. and one of like the first people he told me about was Hank Aaron. Hmm. Henry Lewis Aaron hmm. And j- just the shit that he went through Like The shit that like him and Jackie Robinson and Ernie Banks And Willie Mays and Frank Robinson Like the shit that they went through In the early stages of in- baseball integration mm-hmm. um, And just What saying. did they go through? Oh I mean I mean I'll talk specifically about King Aaron I mean like He was chasing the, These people's great white hopes Home run record And the 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 vile disgusting Horrid, uh, just unimaginable, like hate that this man received for breaking this uh, overrated white man's record mm. was fucking horrible. But the thing about it, he didn't the way the way that we might have reacted. He he and others like him, he and Jackie Robinson and those people, they knew that like their reflection and like really like a lot of black people know 
when we when we move or do anything, we're not a representation of ourselves. We reflect our whole black culture, unfortunately. Facts. Society's made it that way. Facts. But so he knew that he couldn't react and come out and say and do the things that he wanted to do, his re- revenge or react. He knew that he represented a he he represented a race of people. Mm-hmm. That, oh man. He just didn't want to be perceived as like the, the angry it, black man, I guess. I, yeah, what, I, you what you think? I, I mean, I would really say it's it's that and so much more. But he he and those they moved in such a way and with such an honor and a grace that like it, it it's to me I can't begin to fathom. It's just something that I hope to attain on a level that I hope to reach because I, me I knew I wouldn't have, I would have I would have lashed out, mm. but they knew they couldn't lash out because they would perform. It was for the greater good of our people. What they say. uh God won't give you anything that you know you can't overcome or some shit like that. And he truly, he, like you say, yeah, <clears throat> God doesn't what burden you with more than what you can handle. And he truly, yeah, yeah those people, he really, when he chose, when he chose Hank Aaron and he chose Willie Mays and he chose Jackie Robinson, he knew he was choosing. He knew he was choosing men of honor and strength that could really handle those, handle that situation. Because yeah. I, I, I mean, I couldn't. Salute to all of them, man. Like, yeah, you know I'm saying paving the way for all of us. Absolutely. And like I say, just RP to that man. Rest in peace. Yeah. But you know, even after you saying that, like, it's funny how like, even as black folks, we like try to put ourselves on a platform and stuff like that, and doing whatever we love to do. Um, it's always the responsibility that we have when we come into it that we have to have we have to be responsible for like the entire culture and the entire fucking race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy shit. Like, and I, I think. With our counterparts, they don't even have to worry about that. They just have to be themselves. But then we had to take all of the other shit into consideration. I mean, absolutely. Like, even, like, you know, like, political shit. Like, they'll go speak to black celebrities and expect for this black celebrity to speak for all black people. Like, they'll talk to Lil Wayne and think Lil Wayne's speaking for all the black people when it comes to political and social and all this stuff. But, like, when niggas go talk to Brad Pitt or or who? Leonardo DiCaprio or... Kirsten Wiig or whoever these other white people are, like mm-hmm. they don't, they understand that those white people aren't speaking for all white people. So why would you expect a black celebrity to speak for all black people? I definitely don't want Wayne speaking for me, but <laughs> I feel like he's gonna be very political right now, especially after getting his ass out of jail. Hey, I mean, but you heard the um, and I understand it, but some people are saying Wayne only did that because um, he was facing like ten years in prison. So he don't, shit, I would have did it too. Then fuck it. <laughs> so, I, mean, I, I, mean, I, I can't judge it too harshly. Like if it's between. If it's between me spending ten years in prison and I'm putting my fucking my people. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Roger sweater on and say, "Hey, I'm for Trump too." <laughs> Magavert, <laughs> Magavert. Magavert. I mean, it's got like a little nice swagger to it. <laughs> Magavert. We go put we go put the red maga hat on you too. <laughs> Fuck no. Oh, <laughs> but like, I mean, like, damn, I didn't realize it was like that. Ten years. Yeah, he, he was, I mean, because you know he was already a convicted felon, and he was, I guess this time he was, it was another gun charge. So yeah, he was, he was about to do real time. So him, you know, if it all, if it so all. was he in jail or was he like on house I think arrest? He was, I think he was scheduled to go to jail soon. Damn. And uh, Trump got his ass. He pardoned him. He pardoned Kodak Black too. And, um, but damn, he didn't pardon the Trump supporters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I mean, the thing about it. The Trump supporters, I don't even, Trump supporters, Trump would not even fuck with y'all. If this was just like a regular daily basis, he wasn't president, he wouldn't fuck with y'all. So I don't know why y'all fuck with him so heavy. 
Please help me, Trump. Please. This is America. Please come pardon me, this Trump. Is it's Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, you see that clip? Which one? It was a woman. She was crying. She was pleading with Trump. And I'm like, Trump is out of office. Trump is actually worried about his ass right now because they about to impeach the fuck out of him. I mean, impeach don't mean shit. I mean, it, I mean, it means something in the grand scheme, but so, like, this nigga need to do jail time for the crime. Okay, when they, when they keep saying, like, uh, they're going to impeach the president and they're going to convict him in the Senate. If they convict him in the Senate, does that mean he do time? No. What is that? What impeachment that mean? doesn't mean you do time. What does it mean then? Impeachment is really um. So the House of Representatives like um, presents the case, but the uh, the Senate is like the one where it like goes to trial and convicted, and they do the testimony and everything. And if convicted, it, if the Senate ever did convict the president, he would just be removed from office, and then somebody else. Uh, I don't know if it'd be the vice president, but the vice president would step up. But the president wouldn't go to jail. Oh damn! I have my hopes up. <laughs> but he he facing crimes in states too, so that might yeah, be a little bit different. Exactly, that's a, that's the shit he needs to go. He needs to go to jail for. I don't even know all the ins and outs of it, but I can feel like Trump. They're gonna be on your ass. They're gonna be on your neck, boy. I, I mean, I hope so. I mean, these motherfuckers talk about Joe talking about unity. Like, nigga, I'm trying to unify what? I'm asking for civil rights with people We've that don't think I should have civil rights. There's no unity with that with that type of situation. It's all of these Republicans. They talking about unity, and I'm like, y'all had this. Y'all was in this motherfucker. Exactly. You know uh, we could go Y'all would y'all were talk about unity One slinging year ago Y'all was Unity Y'all was like Suck my dick nigga Yeah they were slinging They dick like Fuck y'all And now they want to be like uh, Please let's talk about unity Man fuck y'all Unify these nuts All of them <laughs> Nah man But like I said If all is still between Me <laughs> And doing 10 years in prison Yeah I'll be up there was too a photo, Was a photo with Trump Yeah I'm gonna I'm take that photo I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hit, hit I'm gonna Harvey you, I'm gonna hesitate <laughs> <laughs> You going up the Trump Tower? With the 13 bud suit. <laughs> yeah, you got to go all the way with a three piece. Hey, at least I'll be looking sharp. Sharp. Hey, man. You got <laughs> the drip never stop. Hey, I, I, I'd rather drip on the outside. And, and, yeah, and your booty. Instead they of your having booty? some nigga dripping in me. <laughs> Shit, fuck that! Oh man, right. I look. I come in. I, you know, my voice is light as shit. You know what I'm saying? I, when I walk into the fucking jail cell, my voice going. Hi, my name is Levert. Some shit. I got. I got to deepen my voice. What you if I kill somebody? You know, <laughs> I did some shit. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't. I can't go in there like this because they're gonna be trying the hell out of me. Oh man, nah. You that remind me of the episode. You said the episode of Boondocks with um Tom go the to Booty the, Warrior. The bo- oh man. <laughs> We can do this the easy, easy way, way or the hard way. <laughs> the choice is yours. It was like, but well, I, I didn't come here for boys, but I, I came here for man's, man's butt. butt. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no milk, no cookies, no nothing. I ain't got nothing. I'm a boy. <laughs> oh, shit. the boondocks was a shit. Man. Boy, the boondocks. Ain't it supposed to come back? What this year, next year? I don't think. So. I don't think it's coming back. Oh, grand, grandpa's dead. I mean, but they can get his son to do it. His son, his son, do it. Get a personation of him. Yeah, if he can do it right, I mean that would be dope too. Oh man, to continue his father's legacy like that. Man, R.I.P. John Witherspoon. Man, we done yeah. lost so many good Great people. People, especially so, uh, today, we lost uh, Larry King. Larry King died today. Yeah, I saw that this morning. Salute to Larry King, man. <laughs> Hank Aaron yesterday. Larry King this uh, today, man. Twenty twenty one. Don't seem it ain't all, it's all to the same start. 20- nah, I actually think uh, you know they always say like when we have people going out, we have babies coming in. So watch out, people like. More babies could be born, you know what I'm saying, with people going out. And I look at it like this, like Hank Aaron, Larry King, most of those guys were pretty much old. I mean, yeah, they did. They live long, fruitful yeah. lives. 
it was inspirational, mm-hmm. especially Larry King. If you're trying to get in the business of, you know what I'm saying, broadcasting and interviewing people, like one of the dopest interviewers ever, man. All kinds of people. Yeah. I mean, we talked about how Hank Aaron paved the way for yeah. baseball in the black community in general. Look at look at them as inspiration yep. for every, whatever you're trying to do. Bro, I, I saw, I mean, this is this is for like the sports geeks out there, bro. I saw a stat. Hank Aaron played for 20, 21 years. Hit 755 home runs. 21. It was, yeah, it was like 20, 21 years. Do people average 21 years in baseball Hell nowadays? No. Hell no, just the greats, some of the greats. But no, nah, I saw a stat. He hit 755 home runs. They said the stat, if a 20-year-old player in Major League Baseball hit 35 home runs for 20 years, they'd still be two seasons short of 755. Damn. Man, like that just understands. And I'm thinking that was probably before um, the, ster- this the steroids. This before, I mean, the, the only drug they was on was cocaine. Cocaine and crack. <laughs> That'll get you up. <laughs> cocaine, crack, alcohol, and cigarettes. <laughs> I guess they should have kept it with c- cocaine and crack. These motherfuckers were shooting up. Hey. They like killing the records. Hey, exactly, exactly. But like just that 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 kind of encapsulates that man's greatness for the baseball geeks out there that kind of understand it. Yeah, man. Salute. Salute. Oh man. But I wanted to bring it up. I don't I want to bring it up, but I just want to just make a note of it. We're coming up on the year anniversary of Kobe Bryant's passing. Kobe really? Angi- already? Kobe Angiana. It was January 26, 2020. I, bro, that, 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 I don't, I mean, I know why the date remains you know, in my we, head. We, uh, we, we, we share that date. You know what I'm saying? If you don't remember, you was actually the first person to text me that he died. Re- really? Yeah. That's, wow. I remember that shit like yesterday. I was laying in bed. Um, I think my ex was somewhere else. And then you text me. I was like, nigga, you lying. I, I, I felt the same way. So I, and then I say like this. So I I used to work for a media company, and somebody walks into the room and say they about to publish a story, and I'm like, and they say what the story is. I'm like, bro, you you fucking lying. What? I, what? And I'm like, no, y'all lying. I'm, I'm like, and I, I just started texting people like, y'all heard this? Y'all heard mm-hmm. this? And like, that's what I texted you. And I'm like, y'all, this can't be for real. This can't be for real. Like, man, it's it's kind of it's crazy because uh, you don't realize. How people inspired you or left an impact in your life until they pass away. Absolutely. Then when you text me, I was like, nah, this can't be real. Then I saw it and I, I felt like a sense of sadness. And that was kind of like, I think the first person I ever did that for outside of me was when MJ passed. And I actually, I mean, I'm an MJ mm-hmm. fan and I get a lot of inspiration like vocally when singing or whatever from MJ. And I actually cried for MJ. And I think Kobe was the second person like I actually got emotional with it. I was like, "What the fuck am I crying for this person for?" But like, we actually grew up on watching Kobe and stuff like that. Exactly. You talk about like like I'm not a, I'm not a Lakers fan, but like Kobe, like his mentality and the way the way he took the game and the way he progressed his game and his talent, he took the profession seriously and just inspired others and tutored others and mentored mentored others. Like you couldn't help but like to admire somebody like that. Yeah, and I'm like, he played with a killer instinct. Exactly during his career. But even after his career, he played with a killer instinct with writing and creating shit. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. he wrote a book. I think they did like a small animated film or some shit. Yeah, he, I think he won an Oscar for it. Yeah, so it's like inspirational. And then if you watch his his video clips, just like uh, if you watch like clips of Nipsey Hussle before he passed or whatever, mm-hmm. like it was some dope gems. It, it, man, so many gems. Just so much information. Like just it just ooh that like that mama mentality. Mama mentality. It was. It was like I want to say it was like kind of like carpe diem, just like a season every moment, attacking every moment. Yeah, I mean, that, I think that's what twenty twenty was for me, like just a recalibration of really just taking a step back and like 
we can be here today and going tomorrow. And I feel like I would be more at peace if I was doing shit that I like to do instead of just doing shit just to do it or what somebody else want me to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm just following the path. Of, like I'm following my soul. I'm following my, my spirit. Like And it's guiding me. And hopefully, even if I fail at this shit, like at least I tried, I wouldn't have no regrets about it. Yeah, no, I mean, like we were talking earlier, we are talking about like we, we're all on our own journey. And people... People have plans for what they want their journey to look like. Mm-hmm. But again, like, what's the saying? Like, man makes plans and God laughs. It's, it's mm-hmm. really yeah. that. It's really that. Like, yeah. we, we, we can plan out our journey, but our journey is going, our journey is our journey. For There's a reason they call it a journey. <laughs> there's a reason they call it a journey. So, like, just just being able to, just go, just go on the journey. Live yeah. in the moment. Yeah. If 2020 taught us anything, it was really just live in the moment. Live in the moment, seize the day. Cherish every moment. Even the little, even just the little moments of being able to get up and walk. And you know what I'm saying? And just to breathe. Because a lot of people, they really can't, they have a hard time getting up and breathing. Mm. They have a hard time opening their eyes. Yeah, maybe some people are like in a coma right now. You never know. Like, it's a blessing just to be right here in this moment. You know what I'm saying? Having this conversation. Like, y'all got to really cherish the moments, man. Yeah. It's a lot of fucking um, smoke and mirrors out here and distractions. Like, but are you really like, like with me, I had to question myself. Like, uh-huh. I'm just a person right now. I just don't want to exist. I really want to get out here and live and mm. live like on my own terms. Yep. And I think that's like the biggest takeaway I can take for myself. Like, I just got tired of people telling me what the fuck to do. And I know people want to tell me what the fuck to do, like probably in the future, but at least I'll be doing shit that I love to do. So we're going on this journey, being yeah. creative and shit. Yeah. I, I, like, I've been to places, I've been to London, I've been to Paris, I've been to places. And what I, what always confused me about when I'm like at these places, like, was like people, was people just, they, people wanted to like take pictures and do selfies and get photos. But I'm like, you, you're, you're, you're in the presence of like, history and greatness mm-hmm. and just like being in that moment accept that moment live in that moment understanding what you're around mm-hmm. instead of trying to take a picture mm. yeah i'll be still taking them fucking pictures though because i need memories i, I mean not, not and i'm not saying it's not fine to take pictures but i'm just saying also take time to just be enjoy in, the moment enjoy the moment like that shit yeah. that shit is not gonna be here forever you're not you're not gonna be here forever Enjoy yeah. the moment. I can understand that because if I'm laying a pipe or something, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I want to take selfies. Like, damn, nigga, you really laying it down. But right. I'll be in the moment. Well, you taking selfies? No, why fucking? Why didn't you just film it? You could film it and then screenshot it. Nah, because sometimes you get like that perfect angle. You like, damn, I did that shit. And you want to just capture that moment? You, tra- uh, uh, I was watching this portal. What, uh, what, 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 Paul's is, uh, what was the dude name? <laughs> I think the dude name was like King. I want to say King V or something. Whatever, whatever name was. But this but this nigga was going ham. But this he was taking notes. <laughs> nah, but nigga, like he was back shot the girl, then he did the whoa, and I'm like, damn, this nigga really hit like, like, exactly. <laughs> like this nigga is like this nigga is bag right now. He, he did really, the whoa. He enjoyed you know himself what? right now. <laughs> I'm gonna try that shit. I'll be like, <laughs> whoa, like, like, this, like he did the whoa, did the <laughs> nene. <laughs> well, you'll do the nene when you backing out of it. Oh man, but nah, that shit, that shit was funny. I bust out laughing. Shit, I think, that was, I think it was. I mean, you really inspire me right now. I need to really up my game. <laughs> nah, I think that was the first time I laughed at a portal since uh, what's old man? What's old boy that be doing the shit talk? Oh man, Ooh. Wesley Pipes. 
Wesley Pipes. Wesley Pipes. Wesley Pipes be talking. You know, it's funny how we got like you know what I'm saying. Even in the adult film entertainment, whatever, we got our own legends. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like black legends. I mean, bro, it, great, shout out the Pinky. Great, oh, shout, shout out Pinky. Shout out Pinky for real. Shout out Cherokee. Shout if you got, out. if you got an only, I think she, she. You think she got all the fans? Pinky got all the fans. I think the last time I saw her, she was getting in shape because everybody was like, "Listen, y'all got to support." Pinky because she supported us our entire lives. That's the truth, though. You know what I'm saying? Got a nigga through some hard times. Yeah, help her through her lows. Some hard times. <laughs> <laughs> she helped you through your lows. Help her through her lows. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> nah, but nah, like you say, you like say even even all we gotta cherish and honor and uplift all of our black legends, no matter what the field. Shout, yeah. shout out Mendingo. Shout out Wesley Pipe. Shout out Brian Pumper. Yeah, y'all inspire me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you taught a nigga how to. You ain't teach y'all a nigga how to fuck, but yeah, yeah. they inspire me to go hard in anything I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, with consent and foreplay, though, we don't. We, we don't. You got it. I thought that was understood. <laughs> nah, that, but that's the that's the thing about consent. Consent is not necessarily oh. understood. You got to state that shit. I mean, I never had those issues. I'm too smooth with it. Smooth with it. All right, man. Don't make me. Don't make me put, type a number. Pull up a couple numbers in your phone. Some girls might say something different. What they say? All my bitches love me. Oh, shout out, shout out, Wade! <laughs> <laughs> it all comes full circle. Full circle. You know what I'm saying? Like, but come on now, like seriously, like yeah, it's all about. I don't know. It's a certain type of rhythm when it comes to consent or whatever. Because I think if you like creepy or whatever, that's your. I guess your vibe and your energy. Especially when you messing around or like you entertaining a woman right right now, like she gonna feel like if she's if you're creepy or whatever. But you, I think internally you gotta feel like a sense of when she don't want to do some shit, and you gotta pull back. And if you keep going, like that's that's a you problem. I mean, but I feel like a lot of niggas like a, a woman will say no, but a lot of niggas don't necessarily. I mean, she'll say no or she'll give you signs, and they don't necessarily pull back. They keep pushing, like nah. a girl. But she, if she's not comfortable, she's not going to give you the pussy. I don't. I don't get. Pleasure from you know what I'm saying trying to be with a woman or pleasure a woman if she's not comfortable. This is a two player game. Hey, Amen. But you 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 a different breed. You're a real nigga. Some niggas ain't high real. Some niggas out here, bro. I mean, not even low key, not even borderline. Out here raping bitches. Yeah, like that's disgusting. And I, I shouldn't say bitches, women. <laughs> I think it depends on your audience. <laughs> but not nah, like consent is real. Like it, yeah, not, not, and not just in 2021, 2021 going forward, but even before, get consent. But let's 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 uh, what's up? Let's 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 keep everything equal. You know what I'm Pray saying? Pray over the pussy. No, shout out to my man. If you've ever been, you know what I'm saying, taken advantage of. I understand your pain. I, break it down. How come man be taking advantage of? Talk to him. Teach him. I mean, <laughs> sometimes you know what I'm saying. You could maybe be sleeping with whatever, and your girl come in from a girl's night out. She hot and horny, and she wanted she wants some dick, but you tired. You like I'm tired, but she ended up taking it anyway. <laughs> I, I think that I've been before. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, bro, <laughs> that's some real shit. Like sometimes we just don't want to give up the dick. We like if we've been working all day, we need to recharge ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We're just not a fucking plug to your socket. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. give us time. We're not vibrators. We ain't jackrabbits. Like, we don't just, work like just that. like we got to do foreplay and heat y'all up. Y'all need to heat us up too. But if we not in the mood, just like y'all not in the mood, we just not in the mood. No means no. For men too and women. <laughs> but you know, I mean, no means no. But it's kind of different with a man because she can play with the dick and get it up, and the dick want to play around, but your head want to fucking sleep around, like. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw that episode of SVU before I can't remember But I think that was the topic Of the SVU episode 
And I think if you probably <laughs> took it to court, if the judge, like, if there was any, like, comment involved, like, they were like, well, you came, so you must enjoy it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, no, I, I think that was, bro, I think the court, your case got thrown out because the person came. Like, it could have been rape. Right. It was, it was. That was just a bodily reaction, though. I see it that way. The judge did see it that I mean, we can't t- really, if we really talk about the legal system, the way they view shit, I mean, they, but, they're but so even, ass backwards. Even, even like, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a bad experience. Like, and I think the woman would feel some type of way about that. Like, if she's fucking around with you, and let's say she took advantage of you, but you never climaxed, that's probably the worst. <laughs> like, from a, like a man's perspective and a woman's perspective, because she didn't make you come, but yeah. also, like, yeah. You really didn't enjoy the experience. So I, even though she took advantage of you, it's not like she could like, damn, I did that, but you didn't do shit, you know? Nah, I mean, would a man care if he did it the other way? What you mean? If a man took the pussy, would he care if the girl came? If he came? I mean, if he take pride in his work? I mean, I do. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> hey, like I said, but again, you a real nigga. A lot of niggas out here. Nah, creeps. it's like, I mean, that's okay. I don't want let's take a step back. Like take a step. Oftentimes we're so uh, focused on the climax, the orgasm, but often sometimes it's like the intimacy, intimacy part of being a, with each other and coming. Yeah, that's a cherry on top, mm-hmm. but it's not the goal if you actually enter each other. Absolutely. But if you're selfish, you worried about coming. Like I need to finish myself off first, and then you worry about. <laughs> I got my like Brandon Mac said. I'm gonna get my. You better get yours. But if you actually enter somebody. You all about the experience And if they're not really into it And if you care about it You'll pull it back And like hey We can do this shit Some other time Your pride ain't gotta get in the way Cause my experience I get more pleasure Out of like a woman's pleasure Than my own pleasure I mean I'm not selfish me, I, And I would say Real That's a men thing That's a man thing That's a men thing So to have me Take advantage of some woman Like I don't get my rocks off With that shit Like bruh And some men do that shit You know what I'm saying I'm like bruh I think sometimes men they get off on like having like a sense of power, and I don't. I don't give a fuck about power. Sometimes I want a woman. I, I get more turned on when a woman is confident and she'll talk her dirty shit. I got you. Because a lot of I wouldn't say a lot of women are more confident in their sexuality, um, but when you have those ones that are like really confident, no, that shit is a fucking turn on to me. Absolutely. I guess would you say um, you like a you like when a woman takes control? Oh yeah. I mean, even within a relationship, like. We have the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs, yeah. ups and downs. So it's like when she wanted to look, ain't nothing for me to pull back for her to push forward. <laughs> All right. So she take control in the bedroom and want to do something. Yeah. That might be something outside of your, uh, your uh, what you call it, like your, your normal zone, your comfortable zone. What, say she, she wanted to do like BDSM or want to do. Yeah, like we, a, can, we can we can try that shit. But I, well, I think it's, it's kind of different. BDSM is different with black folks because if you actually. Growing up in a household of like being spanked when you was a kid, that shit ain't no turn on for me. I don't like when a woman spanked me. That shit ain't going down. It don't go down the same way. I think probably people who who never got like really disciplined as a kid, like they probably enjoy that. Okay. I mean, it makes complete sense. Like when I think about spanking up, like bruh. So I got so, fucking stories. So like, if your girl hits you with your paddle, you thinking about your mother and your father whooping your ass for some shit you did when you were seven. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm a grown-ass man, so I can retaliate now. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm not, look. Me as uh-huh. a man, I don't in, I'm don't. i not into getting spanked. All right. All but right. I would spank your ass. <laughs> so, so, oh, say so your girl, so girl wanted to peg you. 
Oh, fuck no. <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh, man. Nope. Hell no. Nope. Nah, shout out Mandy, her AKA uh, uh, from uh, See The Thing Is. Shout out their podcast. What? Why, why, why you say that? Nah. she like to get pegged or something? Nah, or she like nah. pegged? One of her AKAs is pegged the stallion because she be pegging niggas. <laughs> I thought I just love the AKA. You know what? I ain't, I'm not knocking somebody's. Uh, if they into that, because we all got kinky. No, nah, I mean I'm not. Gonna, yeah, don't knock the kink. Don't yeah. knock the kink at all. Yeah, we but all got the kink. Just say, shit, like, it's just not my kink. Yeah, it's not my kink. Like I had a girl. She was like, uh, I want to just eat your ass or whatever. And I was like, Hold up, wait a minute. Put that shit in reverse. Put oh, your God. back into it. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, it, it kind of threw me off. But then I was like, I mean, I understand not letting. I'll think about it. Okay, I understand not letting randos eat your ass. But what? What about somebody you're in a committed relationship with? I mean, that's different because I mean right. we're gonna be together for a long term, and like, that's like an understood NDA. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean the, the, the same way we like to push with a tang on it. Say she like, yeah, that. like say, she, say she like the ass like that too. Hey, I mean. Like that's different. <laughs> you in a committed relationship, I can understand. You know, what I'm saying us trying to. You want to keep shit spicy. I don't like bland shit, so we can try some shit. But like, uh, yeah, she want to eat the ass or whatever. Like, I, I might let her. You do might it. let her do it. <laughs> like, just just a tip of the tongue. Just a tip of the tongue. <laughs> just a tip. <laughs> oh man! But if it pick up a whole fucking fist or some shit, nah, that whoa, shit ain't whoa, going whoa, down. Whoa, 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 whoa! That shit ain't going down. Whoa. Nope. Whoa, no, whoa, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa! Because no. you know what I'm saying, like, you give up somebody an inch and they want to take the whole mile. <laughs> That's the truth. No, That's I'm the like, truth. I can. I'd be. I mean, I would. You. It's all about being comfortable with yourself, and I'm comfortable with myself. Um, I'm willing to try. I think most things, but the pegging shit is not going down. And again, all the, all this kink stuff we talking about, like that's that's a conversation that you should have with your partners. That you know what? One one of the most underrated uh, parts of the conversation is when you get in with somebody. Everything is like surface level. When you really get deep deep with somebody, you got to have the conversation of like your sex drive and shit like that. And that's not really talked about because you can get with somebody y'all can be like perfectly compatible, but your sex drive is either higher. Or lower and her sex drive either higher or lower than yours, and it's like that incompatibility because you gotta if you want to satisfy your mate, mm-hmm. y'all gotta be on the same level. So if you like to really fuck around a lot and fucking love on each other, that's good. But if one person don't want to do it, that's gonna throw a monkey wrench in a relationship. And the thing about it, depending on how long y'all together, like sex drives, like they you, you, for each of them, they go up and down, they go up and down. So I'm um, just like again, relationship like when somebody else is old, being able to pick them up as your partner, when vice versa. So kind of the same thing with Yeah that. So like uh, You know what I'm saying Like If you're in a relationship And she can't really You know say Provide what you need Or you can't provide What she needs You're gonna have to Find a supplement You trying to get a hall pass Sis <laughs> <laughs> uh, Try to get plural I'm just saying like We're joking But that's some real shit Cause people go Look people There's somebody right now That probably on a date with a call girl or some shit Because they woman or their mate Can't really satisfy them The, the way that they need to be satisfied mm. That's real shit I, Also other question Alright that, that I think I would say Some people would call that cheating Somebody might not necessarily call that cheating No I'm saying But this is a conversation you have with your mate Oh for sure For sure You know what I'm saying Like You don't have to go behind her back Like just be oh, honest Okay You know what I'm saying Just be honest with each other I think that's the dopest relationship When you can actually be honest with each other and like, if you feel like you can't really satisfy each other to the certain level that they need from you, I, I you mean, gotta find ways if you're trying to really keep that relationship alive. I mean, how would I say? 
there's no fucking like right or wrong. It's always like a sense of gray area. Like if you're really trying to work on shit. I don't think it's possible for your partner, your wife, your husband, your spouse, whatever. I, it's not possible for that person to be everything for you. Mm-hmm. So for like that person to be your um, your therapist, your physical trainer, your spiritual um, uh, guide, on top of being your husband, on on top of the shit that they got going on in their life, mm-hmm. that, that's that's not possible and that's unfair. So uh, kind of say, I think you that person understanding and recognizing and trying to find outlets. Trying to find it, but trying to find an outside therapist, trying to find an outside physical yeah. therapist, somebody that, so other people that can help build and enrich your lives because you're expecting your partner to do that, you set them up for failure and your relationship yeah. is going to crumble because you put too yeah. high of an expectation on them. And it's like unneeded added stress to your partner. I don't think um, your partner should ever be your therapist. I think you can confide in somebody, but if you have like some underlying issues that's going on within yourself, mm-hmm. you really need to have like a professional yep. and like. Seek therapy You know what I'm saying Because a lot of times We'll get in relationships And we haven't really healed From our past Absolutely wounds, You know what I'm saying So it's like Take care of that shit first Or every relationship You're going within Is going to be sabotaged anyway mm. I mean I mean you ain't lying You ain't lying I mean like I talk about um. Trust me I went through this shit recently And I'm not doing that shit ever again Like I, <laughs> You want to get into it No, nah, I'm just saying like Being with somebody Who's broken And all you can you really can't do shit. You're powerless. Because even though you love that person and you can see the fractures, like internal fractures, and like it's not even it's not even something that could be physical. It's something that you just see internal by the way that they move, the way that they act, insecurities and stuff like that. You can't really you can't help that. They have to seek therapy and really get help for that if you're really trying to cultivate a relationship. Cause that's foundational. Mm-hmm. Check that shit first. I mean, I see oftentimes people, oh, I'm you know what I'm saying, this show I watch called Ready to Love. I watch. Uh, oh, I see you be tweeting about that. Yeah, I watch that show, Ready to Love. It's a uh, show about like really single singles trying to find love. Like they're at a point in their life they're really looking for it. And nephew Tommy is the host of it, and it's on own network. Nephew Open Tommy network, from um, you know what I'm saying? Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Shout out to nephew Tommy. And well, um, he a fool, bro. He a fool. Yeah, my type of fool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like you got all these people trying to find love, and I'm like. Through the episodes, you see all the different women, or it could be men, with like different fractures. And I'm like, unless you check that first, you're not going nowhere. Every relationship that you try to cultivate is going to be sabotaged from the get go. So yeah, take care of yourself first in order for you to take care of somebody else. Because if you don't take care of yourself first, boy, you really sabotaging yourself. Mm. Nah, and like I, I speak for myself, like, like I, I'm married, but I think about like the the baggage that I brought into the relationship, and I mean she had baggage as well, but like. The baggage and the help that and the grow, the help and the growing up and everything that I needed to do in my own life, mm-hmm. it prevented me from being the man that she needed to be at various points throughout that relationship. And mm-hmm. that's something like I apologized to her like before we got married. Like, like that that shit is real. And like I, you put you unknowingly and kind of also knowingly put people through hell because mm. you're not ready mm. for a relationship. Mm. That's a word. So, what type of baggage did you have? Uh, I mean, really, I mean everything. Um, I want to say uh, spiritually out of whack, financially mm-hmm. in shambles, um, mm-hmm. st- still immature, just all, just all of that, like doing dumb shit. Well, would I say I'm still immature? I don't think I'm always have like a childlike spirit. No, I mean that's <laughs> that, it's, no, no. That, it's it's a difference between being immature and having a childlike spirit. Uh, like uh, <laughs> immature is like uh, you continuously doing dumb shit. Having a childlike spirit is like 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 like, give, like, a, like in comic books. Give an example of the dumb shit you was doing. 
Nah, we're gonna leave that off camera. We <laughs> that's that we can't we can't disclose that. We can't disclose that. We can't disclose that. <laughs> but I was like, like the immature shit. But like just like immature shit, like just being just being like bad with money, like bad with saving. Mm-hmm. Not not really. What's, what is saving? What, what is saving? What? Nah, you you know, save your money, plan. You know, like set aside, like set aside. 10%. I'm terrible at that shit. I'm gonna have to. I'll work on it later. I'm investing right now. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, but that, that's also a part of it too. Like save, saving, but also investing. Not necessarily investing in like stocks and portfolios and bonds, but also investing in yourself. That's, that's what a, I mean. That's a tip I'm on investing in myself. I mean, yeah. like everything is so, like, exactly. So would, you are investing. I'm not a person. You are saving. I'm not. A, no, I'm. I'm not really saving right now. I'm more investing. I would say like. Like I got a friend, uh, his name is Brandon Barlow. Shout out to shout out to Barlow. What's up, man? Hey. He watched the show. And he got a house and um it's dope. You know what I'm saying? He got everything he wanted in Atlanta. And I, I found it inspiring. You know what I'm saying? Like you went out, you wanted really wanted to do something. He was in a tight pinch where he had to move in a certain period of time and he actually found a house. And like that is the dopest thing. Like you gotta dream about something, and you go out and do it. Yep. With me, like, that's dope for him, but I'm not looking to put money into a house. I wanna put money into myself and my creative aspects. Mm-hmm. So I will rent all day and pour all the money into all the shit that I want to do. If you're looking for a house, you want, you got goals or whatever, do whatever the fuck you want to do. It's your life. So salute to the people out there living their dreams and they actually doing that shit. Your journey. Yeah, that's your journey. Like, that's why I I congratulate him because I'm like, bro, that is inspirational for you to actually be out there doing whatever the fuck you want to do and living your truth and doing, living your life, man. So salute to him. Much love, man. And shout out Brendan. Oh no! But damn, you know what? I don't even think you ever said your AK. Everybody know. <laughs> they know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Lavert, aka Laverticus, aka Sweet Dick Willie. Hey, we finally get that about uh, what forty-five minutes into the podcast. It is what it is. We having a great conversation. Like, I think most of our shit is just be organic shit, and it'd be funny because before the pod, I was like, I don't even know what to say or what to talk about. And then we just have we just have a conversation like we always do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I mean, that that's that's that really that makes for the best content in general. Yeah, I mean, trying to trying to like have a structure and a topic and hitting everything, hitting everything. Yeah. That's, that's not it's, it's not organic. It's not yeah. organic. Organic conversation. But I mean, just because I guess you just really just pull back and you just let it flow, and then when you really start stop putting pressure on yourself and just be who you are. That's gonna rise to the top, man, and like just let it. It's a free flowing conversation, free flowing ideas. Like um, we don't always agree on shit, but we just put the shit out there and let everybody else critique it. And even if we critique ourselves, like within the conversation, like that's all it is. It's a conversation. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Let the shit flow. All right. Oh uh, man, so I had, I had, I really had one topic that I wanted to get into that, but that 24k brought up. What's that? I don't want to do it. What I don't know. But we probably gonna do it without him. Man, fuck that nigga. Hey, you should have been here. <laughs> nah. So he said, uh, artists that we've been listening to for 2020, 2021, mm-hmm. really been listening to. Mm-hmm. And some, like, it's a couple people that I really been listening to heavy. But the most recent thing that I've been listening to, have you, learned, have you heard Jasmine Sullivan's new album? Hotels? Hotels? No, but I heard, like, the one of the title tracks, I think she has it with her. I think yeah. it's dope. Yeah, yeah. She got a couple. Um, Jasmine, shout out to Jasmine, but she looking damn good. I mean, she don't always she, look good. Yeah, but she yeah. looked good before. But, yeah. but Jasmine, hey, succulent, <laughs> succulent. But now nah, she, this is uh she got yeah she got she got a couple some really good features like she got her on there. 
She got uh, Ari Lennox on there. She got Anderson Pac on I there. I like Ari Lennox too. Boy. Her vibe is contagious. Oh yeah, like Ari. Like, you talked about like like a confident woman. Mm. Ari, I, I don't know. It's just something about like you know, me and Jasmine. With, with and that, Jasmine too. Something about me with that chocolate boy. Something about that milk chocolate man. When the light hit that skin, right? Mm. Woof, You know, sometimes it's like uh, when the light hit that milk chocolate skin. It's like um. It has like sparkles or some shit. Like it's, I don't know the way the light hits it. It's, it's I, I, I different. know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. It's different you, though. Like it hit mm. different. It hit different. Nah, mm. but uh, no, her house, her album, Hotels, man. She really talking. How many shit. tracks on there? Mm, I want to say, I want to say maybe like twelve. Okay, but man, she like the in the. But the thing about it, it's just an EP. It's not her album. She got an album coming soon. Gotcha. And I'm thinking like if this is the EP, the album gonna be. Out of here! Like if if you if you putting the her feature on an EP, who you gonna have on the album? Mm. So nah, but hotels by Jasmine Sullivan. Check that out if y'all already haven't. It's been out of maybe like about a month now. I really got it. Now you make me want to go check it out. Hey, bro. We, I mean, I'll play it for you after the podcast. But yeah, yeah. it's it's it's, it's know, the shit. I really don't really uh, be checking out people's albums like that. I think with me, I'm just more focusing on my projects I'm working on. So the person I be listening to is really myself. You okay, know what I'm saying, and sometimes I, like you'll play like old school tracks, and I'm like, I like that vibe. I love like the sound sonically of like old records. It's different than new records. Nah, it's like I, that motion and feeling to it. I understand what you're saying. Like like uh, when a Teddy Pendergrass record song or OJ's song come turn on, turn that light off, boy. Oh, <laughs> turn it off. Mm. Uh, yeah, like I said, the OJ's, but like when that it's just like that old nostalgic like record player sound. Ooh, yeah, that that's sexy too. Yeah, man, like that's that's a vibe. It sets the scene. Uh, who was was is that Teddy? Uh, I don't think it's maybe it's not Teddy. Uh, that song last night, me and my woman cried. Is that Teddy? I think that's a uh, um, Wow I, I think that's Ltd. It's Ltd. Oh, uh, I'll look like, it up. Last night, me and my woman we cried together. together. Shall we cry? Cry? <laughs> yeah. We cry together. Oh, oh. I mean, but even like the instrumentation, uh, it's like, just it's like like, the, like you you can you in the studio, you can hear the instruments. Like you right there in the jam session with them. I think um, even as like artists and audio engineers, like the technology gotten better, but it's something about that old school tape feeling that I've been like implementing with uh, my music because they have tape emulation uh, plugins that they use in software. But it's just something about that grit, and it just adds like that oomph to it. Mm-hmm. And I, I just recently learned about. It. I'm like, this is what I've been missing because oftentimes being in a studio, we call it uh, you have a stereo sound because everything is digital. But back in the day, everything was analog, and you know what I'm saying they had different tubes and circuits that they was building within keyboards and stuff like that. That all we do is we have software, so everything is mostly computer based. That's why, as um, audio engineers and artists. They will go and buy that equipment that costs like twenty thousand dollars just mm-hmm. to get that certain sound. sound yep, because it's hard to replicate that shit. Because I think like when people want like that, um, like a seventies feel today, seventies feel today song. They'll go record the, on a. Uh, well, uh, I think it's like a type. It's, it's a certain type of piano. Um, I want to say like a Thunder Rhodes piano, something like that. But yeah, that, but that's like a that's a, an expensive ass piano now. Hey, for that look, I can understand because th- that sound quality. It's, it's unmatched, man. Ooh. Like, and um, I mean, plugins and software are doing a better at emulating mm-hmm. it, but, but ain't it, nothing it's, like it's not the, the same. Original, it's not the, exactly, boy. exactly. Ain't nothing like it. It's, it's so fucking therapeutic when you hear that shit. 
you hear the distortion and compression and shit. It's just, it's so magical. That's what I'm saying. When you listen to old records, it's like a different type compared to new records. That's more sterile and everything is perfect. Because a lot of the old records, mm-hmm. they had a lot of, uh, what you call it? Um, no, I mean, I imperfections. Mean, exactly. Like the, the this slight out of tune note here actually adds to the song than this more digitally into yes. note does. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I always say like I'm I'm um I think imperfections are fucking beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Even with different people that makes them unique. And oftentimes, you know what I'm saying, we as people look at our imperfections and we like, why are we not perfect? But you know what? It's so fucking beautiful that you are different than everybody else. And your imperfection, somebody loves yes. that fucking imperfection. Yes. That's somebody's yes. love. Somebody loves that shit. Yes, it's a live every pot. You know what I'm saying? Even if you got a micro penis, there's a socket for you out there. Salute. <laughs> the, I, I, shit out. Hey, it's some it's it's a woman it's a person out there that don't want to fuck. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like what's for you is for you. Like you know what I'm saying? Fine, what's for you? You ain't you ain't gotta chase shit, bro. A woman like, what's hey, for you is for you. Hey, what got what's uh, if you gotta chase love and shit? What God don't chase it has for me. Don't chase it that shit is for me. So that's a, that's some that's, real shit. That's a mentality. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Even just talking about that, people be chasing people that don't really want them. And the thing is, if you just sit your ass down and continue to do whatever the fuck you love, and somebody gonna gravitate towards that. Mm. And you really want people to that gravitate towards you, not you having to chase motherfuckers, and that goes vice versa with men, men and women, because it's like it's a different type of vibe, it's a different type of energy, especially when it's reciprocated, and you can know when you're doing too much because it's a certain feeling that you feel within your soul, and you may think you don't know it, but take a step back and look at when you was really with somebody, how they treated you versus how somebody who really wasn't really fucking with you like that, or how somebody had you as a consolation prize. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different energy, a totally different vibe. Because the thing is, when you're with somebody that you really care about, it's reciprocated, and you feel like it's an equal exchange of energy. Yep. Well, you're doing too much. You're like, I text too much, or I do this and I do that. Oftentimes, go with your heart or whatever, or go with your soul, what you feel like doing. But if that person's not a mirror image to what you're doing, you're probably doing too much. Exactly. Because if somebody's really fucking with you like that, that energy is going to be reciprocated right back to you. And you don't feel fucking tired either. Because you want to mess with them and fuck around with them as much as they want to mess around and fuck around with you. Yep. That same energy you're pouring yeah. out, they're pouring it right back into yeah. you. It, it, look, just take a step back. And oftentimes, even if you pull back your energy, you got to see if, if they miss your energy. And if they're not reaching out, they don't miss your energy. The only time they really miss your energy is when they're bored or some shit like that. Or you know when they want some. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? get you. They want to hit you up with a quick trip. Quick trip. No quick trip. <laughs> Shout out, Thugger. Shout out <laughs> But now Anything else you want to talk about? I think we had a A good podcast bro. I was say We about 45 um, Over 45 yeah, minutes I think this is, this is We just do this shit man Hey we just do it We I mean it's It's a good space And like I don't even think I don't We didn't ever even talk about These subjects But We just kind of went there Yeah We nah. just on this trip And like If we want to make a detour we, And then we get on a detour And then we just come back on the road like I said, we just do this shit, man. I'm sorry, we make it look easy, but I promise you, it is. I think it's just being. Comfortable. I, ain't, I ain't even gonna lie to you. It's easy. It's easy. Just it's being, easy. Nah, just being comfortable and open, and like, just stop putting filters on yourself. I know we use utilize filters on Instagram and all that shit, but just stop using filters. I, I, but I feel like ugh, I feel like that's gonna branch a whole other conversation. I feel like the world forces people to filter because people are 
people are always filtering themselves. Like, I mean, we as black people, well, I mean, we're always being interrupted. We're always, well, what do you, what do you, we always code switch. Yeah, but I say like like this, like, and I think I've kind of always, like, beat my own drum. You know what I'm saying? Like, I say stop using filters because it's like, with me, I put myself out authentically, and those that really fuck with me and vibe with me, they gravitate towards me. Those that's not on the same wavelength as me, they gravitate away, and I don't give a fuck about them that gravitate away because they really wasn't meant for me. Yeah. So by you being authentic, do you. And those people who fuck with you will fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? It is, and that's a certain vibe and a certain energy like that you put out, and that's reciprocated. But if you're not being authentic with yourself, you get around people that's really not really fucking with you. Nah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's definitely true. Always be yourself. Because if how to say if some, if you're lying or faking or perpetrating, yeah, you will you'll ex, you will be exposed and you'll probably expose yeah. yourself sooner rather than later. Or the people that you was okay, you put out a certain vibe and they reciprocated that vibe, but it wasn't really authentic to you. You started being yourself and they like, who the fuck is this motherfucker? Exactly, real motherfuckers no real motherfuckers. Exactly, <laughs> it's a vibe. But you know what? Hey, like I said, that was a good episode, man. Alright, so we about to wrap it up. Thank y'all for listening. Paul went out for 24K, so we can't be here. Next time though. Woo! I told you this man Woo! is Chris Brown. You play on a song, he gonna dance. Hey! Oh man. Hey! Woo! We out. We out. <laughs> <laughs>